Women Up Radio, designed to facilitate women's empowerment, improve your career, develop your talents, incorporate your passions, achieve fulfillment and success. Hello, this is Anna Letitia Cook of Women Up Radio, speaking to the girls on the road about their quest to support women entrepreneurs around the world. Fernanda and Tassiana are visiting 24 countries, interviewing women and researching the conditions, the business ecosystems, the challenges, and the advantages that exist in each country. So today we're visiting Israel. Hi, Fernanda and Tassi, how are you today? Hi, Anna. We're good, how are you? Very well. I hope you have more sunshine than I do. I have rain. I know. No, it's, it's, it's sunny here. It's sunny and beautiful here. So oh, well, you're good. very lucky. I'm jealous, right? <laughs> so tell me, what's the general vision of business, women in business, and women entrepreneurs in Israel? Uh, you know, uh, Israel, we were very excited to go to Israel. You know, we've heard so much about Israel putting uh, itself up there as a startup nation that we were really excited to learn the participation and the position of women in that ecosystem. And I would say we were positively, positively surprised. I mean, uh, if there's for one specific reason, uh, women in Israel, they really must participate in the economy for a very basic reason. They have very large families. And yeah, we, and we are not only talking about the, 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 the ultra Orthodox or the religion, the religious families, even the secular uh, women, you know, they have large families. So it's, it's naturally uh, takes them, take them to the, to the, to the economy to work, to do something, to be really active. And this have a very positive effect in the economy in general, of course, in entrepreneurship also. So it was a, it was really interesting. You know, we interviewed both in Jerusalem and Tel Aviv, very different ecosystems. Yeah. Very different vibes in terms of cities, of course, mm-hmm. but the country in general, you know, it seems to be very welcoming uh, of women entrepreneurs. Oh, excellent. So, what does it really mean for a woman entrepreneur in Israel? I think uh, what we heard of the, the women that we talked to, they are very empowered because I think, I believe, because pretty much everybody has to go through army. So they both receive like training, leadership skills, uh, and the idea that they have to this time to grow up and to stand up for themselves. So they really come out of the army, and most of the women we talked to, with rare exceptions, went through army, and yeah. they see like a lot of things that they learned through that time were able to help her in in their you know road to entrepreneurship, how to you know, be clear about their objectives, the passion, how to approach clients, how to negotiate, how to build alliances. You know, a lot of things that we learn at business school that they were able to to live it in their in the daily life while they were being trained. Right. And I think there's another aspect as well. I mean, we have to take into consideration that Israel is a pretty new country, right? Yeah. So you naturally have a very diverse group of people there. Uh, Jewish people, Jewish family that, you know, were living in other countries uh, at some point in life decided to go to Israel. So you have uh, families and people from all different parts of the world now living in Israel with very different backgrounds, experiences. So it, it makes a very rich 
environment. And that helps, of course, as we know, a lot, entrepreneurship. Yes. And Anna, we not only interview people from the Jewish community, but also from the Muslim community as well. Yes. And what we see, on the other hand, like uh, and, Christians. and Christians as well, yeah. uh, they have to, in some way, to live together and to try to be the best as they can, accepting each other. And also, like, with the Muslim that we talked to, they were very, um, how to say, propelled to study, to move forward in terms of educational, speaking, professional experience. So all this idea that we have sometimes, like, wrong uh, thought of women in Muslim uh, areas being kind of, like, oppressed, we yeah. didn't find that. We know that there is, but like the women that we talked to in Israel, they were like amazing. Uh, they were brilliant in terms of academic um, curriculum, achievements. achievements. Yeah. And they were, you know, like fasting, but at the same time, they were doing their pitching about their companies and like with high hopes for the future and what, how they, they wanted to not only um, excel themselves and help other girls in their community to also um, move forward. Sounds great. I, I think it's really positive if they're they're all working together. They're all being positive. They're all sort of well integrating properly. That sounds good. And so, what are the main factors in the business ecosystem here? It, it might sound kind of weird what I'm going to say, but I I think that you know what makes a difference maybe in Israel specifically is also always this feeling that they have to, to survive. Yep. You know what I mean? Yes. It, okay, we have to make it up. We have to catch up. We have to, to do it. Yep. So I think it's, it's, it's that feeling in that attitude that, you know, we have to somehow make up for the time that we've lost for yep. X, Y, Z reasons. Yeah. So I think it keeps driving the country, the country forward. That it's not, you know, it's no kidding that why they are called the startup nation. Yes. Because they they are really, you know, transforming the world and you know science in so many aspects and contributing to that and pushing everybody uh, along the way. So that helps to build a very vibrant and challenging uh, entrepreneurial ecosystem. So you have, of course, a lot of incubators. Uh, accelerators, the support of the government. So it, it shows, it really shows. So that it's, you know, Tel Aviv is considered one of the most vibrant uh, entrepreneurial systems uh, in the world. In Jerusalem, for women specifically, it's even more vibrant than Tel Aviv. You have more founders, women founders of startups in, in Jerusalem than in Tel Aviv, which is really? was interesting to learn. Yes, according to the Global Startup Ecosystem Report. Yeah. You have much more women founders in, in Jerusalem. Maybe, you know, and one of the reasons that we can try to, ex- try to explain that, it's also because of the diversity. Not that the Tel Aviv is not, but Jerusalem, you, you can feel it. Yeah. And, and of course, you have religious uh, aspects, social aspects that, to some extent, also contribute, you know, to working together, to collaboration, to going yeah. the next step, going further. So it was, it was really interesting. Oh, excellent. And are there any particular challenges or advantages for women here? I think that if we consider like um, they are very diverse and they have a lot of issues in terms of politics and religion yeah. and what we, we heard not only from Jewish community, the Muslim community, we were able also to talk to, to entrepreneurs in the Gaza Strip, not presentially, we did through Skype. Yeah. And they, that they have so much 
so many things that they have to be worried sometimes that the best thing is not to worry at all and just concentrate in whatever they have to do and do it the best way they can. Yes. So this mindset of we could waste our time thinking all the things that we don't have, things that we can't have now. But instead of that, they just choose to, you know, deal with whatever they, they face. And, and with these elements, just, you know, to keep going. And of course, we have to be... Uh, we, we try to be as much as we could, of course, very sensitive to the political uh, aspects of the region. But what we also, what we also saw and, and heard is that they are trying to work together. And when I mean that, I mean, you know, Muslim women and Jewish, Christian, I mean, really to try to, for a while, maybe try to work it out and try to put aside their differences. Yeah. Because they are trying to build something together because they really believe that everybody can benefit from that. It's not easy. It's, it's not easy. It's, there's no easy solution, as we all know. Yeah. But it seems that, the, you know, it, it seems that the, the heart, their heart are in the right place. You know, to, let's try to make it happen because we can all make our lives better. So I think it's a huge thing for them. That's wonderful to hear. That really is. It's very, very positive. Because yes. if they can do that, and if they can um, bring their, their different cultures together and learn from, well, sort of take examples from each other's different cultures, uh, that's always a much more positive way of going forward in anything, you know, whatever aspect it is, because then you get such a, a greater vision. That sounds great. So what soft and hard skills have these entrepreneurs in common or what have they had to develop? Well, hard skills, they are very, as, as Fernanda mentioned about, you know, the, their experience in the, in the army. And of course, I'm talking specifically about the Jewish uh, women in that case. Yeah. It, it, you know, it brings them such, such an advantage in terms of leadership skills and attitude and dealing with adversities. And, and well, basically, we are, talk, we are talking about everything they, they have to face as an entrepreneurs, right? Yeah. As entrepreneurs. So that helps them a lot. That's the huge, huge advantage that we really felt that they have. One, one entrepreneur said to us, you know, the army brought me perspective and purpose in life. Oh, really? So I, I really learned, you know, the real dimension of these concepts. And this is key when you're trying to build a business, we believe. And if we look like the, the Muslim community, what they say about, about like, you know, skills, the business skills. When we think of like, if you have a service, if you have a product, it's very easy just to, to get shipped out of the country and to, you know, do business with other countries. And because of they have all the political issues, like people who are living in the Gaza Strip are also in the West Bank. It's very hard to to get their goods to, you know, just out of the, the ports, like to, to fly. So it's it kind of like it gets, it, it makes a very uh, expensive and like more bureaucratic process. So they have to think in many different ways how they're going to make it happen. Yes. So these kind of issues, like these kind of like barriers, they are very resilient to not just give up and say, okay, never mind, let's do something else. But they just say, no, this is my business. I'm going to make it work. And um, maybe one day this is going to be changed, but by now that's my reality. So they're very accepting from what they have it now, but also like working hard to maybe this is going to be different in the future. Oh, excellent. <laughs> so, okay. Can you, my last question as usual, 
can you tell us uh, one key motivational difference in Israel which is helpful to other women, women entrepreneurs around the world? I think the uncertainty, yeah. how is going to be your life the next week. They always have the eminence of, oh, we might conflict, get right? in a conflict. We might yeah. have these. And, I, and so they, they just, I think, have this brilliant um, uh, attitude of let's live in the present. Yeah. Let's work for, to, to, you know, to, to make it happen and mm-hmm. let's work with what we have it now. Yeah. Because maybe next week um, something, you know, Everything changes. changes. So yeah. I think this is such a good lesson that everybody can relate. Uh, I, I would say, you know, let's leave it now. Let's make it work now. Because sometimes we get so strained thinking about the future and, you know, what's going to happen in the future. And you cannot control it. But everything that's happening now, it's, of course, result of your actions, of your attitude. So worry now, make it happen now. And I think that's one of the maybe probably the major lesson and that we learn in Israel. Sounds good. Really sounds good. Because so many people focus on the future that they just forget to live now. They forget to enjoy it, do things. It's a brilliant. Okay. Well, thank you very much for all 